0: I would love to offer a blessing, my heart to your heart, that for the world, may each and every one of us be safe wherever we are, may the entire world come to a place where we can exist, live, eat, breathe, and sleep only goodness, and may that time come this year.
1: Hey everyone, this is Helene from Coming From The Heart Podcast, an inspirational and motivational podcast about mental health, mindfulness, speaking your truth and never feeling alone. Going out with friends should be really, really fun. You don't wanna worry about drink spiking or roofing. That is why I have partnered with Nightcap, as seen on ABC's Shark Tank. They are the drink spiking solution. And their innovative products live over the bottle. And voila, they got you covered. Please use promo code CFTH for 20% off your purchase.
0: Hello. Hi. Hello.
1: Oh, so nice to meet you. Oh, my gosh. Nice I'm so honored. I'm so excited to just have this conversation and just talk about dating and life and i am kind of flimmed my shit a little bit that you're in my Zoom <laughs> space. <laughs> so it's an honor to speak to you, Aliza. So much is going on, as we all know, in this world. And, of course, being in Israel, I just want to say to you from my heart, I just want to give condolences to so many people who have been affected by the tragedies. And mm-hmm. I give so much strength and energy to your family and the people that you're connected to at this excruciatingly difficult time. I'm supporting everything I can possibly do here in the United States, in my little pocket of where I live in the positivity world of coming from the heart and the people that I connect to. So thank you for being you. Thank you for this shining, beautiful light that you exude. Before I even got the picture of that, Devorah, a thank you for her. She's been amazing sending okay. me salsa. thank you so much okay. for connecting us and thank you to Rena it's cuz of Rena Rena she has become my buddy we connected through a mutual friend and i was like i would love to have Elisa on she's
0: like, <laughs>
1: i will try my best so <laughs> everybody to thank have planned in my zoom space and to be able to have this conversation which is so important to me at this time in my life and just to talk about dating and to talk about continuing the legacy and the lineage of the Jewish people. And that's really so important to me in my life and how I navigate my personal with my children and everything that's that I'm connected to. So welcome to the podcast. The beam of light, as I said, was like when I was on so many of your Instagram stories, I was checking so much, making sure, you know, so much yeah. had gone. And I was like, I just want to send hugs and wanted to make sure that you guys were doing the best that you could do in the space that you were in. And coming on to the podcast was not exactly your first thinking of that we were going to connect or not. But she was amazing. Your assistant was incredible. And thank you for being here. I just am overwhelmed with joy and happiness to see you. So welcome, welcome, welcome. So for those people out there in coming from the heart world who do not know who is, this incredible Jewish matchmaker who has podcasts, who has a book, who cookbooks, she's like this woman empowerment. Like when I think of you, Elisa, I think of superwoman. And making the decision literally to come back to the United States, I was like, if I could have been like sitting with you, I was like, what do
0: you do? Right. Right. Ew. that's That was the question. <laughs> You're going to leave the country now? Like one day after war broke out? And I was like, maybe, <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Is that, is that like, what's my mission? Who am I? What am I supposed to do? What's the right thing to do? It was a really, really difficult decision, but after coming and the support that I, not just the support that I received, but the support that I was able to give everywhere I went was so powerful. And especially at the very beginning when all of this was going on and it was like, we were like, what, what, what? No, nobody knew anything or not enough. You know, I also left at a time where I didn't actually know if I, I mean, every time I leave now, I don't know if I'm going to actually get back in or if I'm going to be locked out. So it's it's a challenging thing.
1: It's 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 a challenge. Yes, I love the word challenge because I challenges that we go through specifically when you are in, your career and your space, and you're going back and forth between Israel and the United States and making that decision. And honestly, you made the best decision. I would have made the same decision, Elisa. I absolutely would because I believe you're a messenger. You were absolutely a messenger. I literally know your entire life because I'm a teacher by heart. <laughs> I taught grad school. I probably know a little bit too much about you, but there's definitely things
0: <laughs> I want you to do I'm, I have a few more secrets I didn't tell you yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally.
1: I know you're from Philly, Philadelphia. I'm yeah. from South Jersey. I'm like, okay, we connect. Okay. Sure, totally. University of Pittsburgh. There were so many things that were like, okay, yes, yes. How you got into the world, you were... You online looking for a job. I totally get that. Your kids were small. Matchmaking, getting people together. Let's dive into this, Aliza. Let's bring this energy up. Let's crank this up. Okay. (laughs) So, my friend, how did you decide to do this? People used to probably come to you when you were a different world and a different place and be like, you know dating was not really happening for me. And were you the one that was like, let me tell you, let me
0: see what I got going. I don't, know. yeah, so I was kind Okay, I was always a go between with people, trying to help them and bring people together. And I did it just very organically, even growing up. And then after we got married and we had a couple kids, I was looking for some adult conversations <laughs> and not just babies all day. Yeah. And my girlfriend's like, Oh, I'm a matchmaker online. You could do that. And I was like, Cool. In between when my kids take a nap, you know, I have time to Love do it. that. Love and it. that's how I got started. And it oh went from God. matchmaking to coaching and talking to people to training matchmakers to training coaches to hosting and running our first international matchmaking conference in Israel just this past April we had over 120 people and I have coaching and training courses online and it's just it just went from a small little vision of I have a family, I was able to get married, I was able to build this beautiful thing that I love that I am so overjoyed to be a part of and I want other people to have that same experience. I want them to have a partner that they connect with, that they deeply love to build their family. Again, whether it's first time family, second time family, my kids, your kids, our kids, it's just incredible when you bring people together. And to me, just in terms of like big picture, My new theme, motto, whatever you want to call it, tagline, world peace begins at home. That means we have to have our home. We have to build our home. And even, if, you know, like when I was younger, I was like, I have a home. I have a family. And I was like, no, you know, move out. You need your own home. Try to <laughs> go build your own home, right? So Perfect. we have yeah. to empower each and every one of us to be able to find a life partner, to build a life together. And when we do that and we build our home and it's a healthy home, then we build our community. And when we build up our community, then we build up the world. And that's the greatest way to bring shalom, to bring peace into the world and to offer the greatest thing that we can to society.
1: Love that. Okay. How'd you meet your husband?
0: We were at a retreat in Orlando. It was a Jewish singles retreat. We oh left dating other people. We <laughs> broke up with those people. They dated each other. That didn't work. We dated each other 21 years later. That worked. So, I love that.
1: I yeah. love that. Was it hard dating when you were younger?
0: I mean, did you have boyfriends? Dating's rough. Uh, I dated a lot of different people there were always you know like there's you know a handful of like really good people yeah. loving but just like good person but not for me yes. and and the hard part was like but who's going to be for me how am i going to find this like life partner and we're going to have yeah. this dream and build this life together like and it seemed yeah. nearly impossible and when i met my husband i was like ooh you're like my person we could do this thing <laughs> it's yeah and and it's
1: so hard i mean Dating in the eighties, I was in college, had a boyfriend forever. Okay, that lasted for whatever amount of time. And then when I met my husband, I actually met him through a friend of mine at the gym, which he kind of was the matchmaker. He put us together. And my husband was so shy, I would still probably be waiting for us to get together. if it It's so
0: true. It's so (laughs) true. You need somebody to nudge the couple along. And it might just be the friend or the the guy at the gym. It could be anybody. Oh, my God. So
1: that's, you know, so I mean, and, you know, I would always say with my husband, it was Bashert that we met each other and soulmates and all that other stuff. People at all ages are looking for that person. And that's kind of what I want to dive into a little bit. You know, you have, of course, Netflix. I want to hear backstory. I want to hear some scoop on that, how they contacted you. Was it after the Indian matchmaking? Was it? Yes. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about your world. Let's talk about how, you know, you have a lot of people working for you. How does it work with someone getting in touch with you? Is it difficult to get? There's a lot of people like that obviously want to meet people from all over the world i love when you are sitting down and you're speaking to the couple i've watched of course netflix and i watched all the different episodes (laughs) i want to hear like how you found these people Ori. this one that one you know people have their laundry list this is what i want this is what i don't want how realistic is that some people are just excessively picky in their life tell us all about that tell us like a little bit of scenario of like what happens
0: Okay. So in terms of how the show picked people, there was an open casting call. So anybody could apply. And then they went through an interview process and there was a casting agency and the top picks were in there. Netflix had their top picks. The production company IPC had their top picks. And then they said to me like, you know, who would you like to work with? And I took a look through. They had final say on everything, but I got to give my feedback. To kind of be a little, a little bit a part of the process. They picked the main people that I was going to work with, and then I did not meet them. The first time you see me meeting them is when you see me on camera. So I got a little picture, a little bio, a little short video about them, but I didn't call them. I didn't do like a pre-interview, nothing. I just show up at the house, ding dong, (laughs) hello, hi, I'm Aliza. nice to meet you, and whatever happens is exactly what happened in that moment. Totally real. That's the first time that we meet each other i think they maybe heard my name but they don't know who i am either like they really don't okay. know anything
1: about me i love that though because you know what that's the authenticity and you could feel it on the show i mean you know you don't know what's told or what's not told because it's you know reality television or whatever it is or dating and stuff but people you know you feel so sorry for these situations and you know that's some right. people with the laundry list i mean how do you do you like first of all like how do you do your mental health like how do you prepare, honestly, when you're in your business,
0: in your personal, I want to talk a little bit about mental health in general. So for me, this is a calling. This is like, I know that this is what I am supposed to be doing in the world. This is my mission in life, you know, from now until the end of my days, this is what I will be doing. And in terms of mental health, this doesn't drag me down. It doesn't suck my energy. This is what gives me energy. This is what gives me life. This is what brings me up. So the best thing I can do for my mental health is also take a break from what I love doing and then go back to my family. That's really, if you want to talk about mental health, engaging with my friends, engaging with my family, and staying interconnected. I thank God that we have the Sabbath because, you know, at least once a week we are reconnecting in a really meaningful way. We sit down. We have our meals. I mean, anyway, during the week we have our dinners together. But, like, we have our meals together. We play games. We interact with each other in our community. That's really where the mental health comes in. No, absolutely. And
1: speaking of mental health, you know, when you're dealing with all different types of situations and all different types of couples and COVID and put people so in a different place with anxiety and depression and not feeling confident about themselves going out and dating or all age Mm -hmm. types of dating, or obviously you're dealing with Jewish couples, but all different types of couples like LGBTQ plus, it's such a big space of all different types of people putting them together i'm always thinking when i'm watching your show she needs a mental health advocate hi aliza <laughs> you talk to the lead and like you can talk about your mental health but in all honestly having the mental health component i want to hear your thoughts on that to me is really important for when people are going into the dating
0: scene or going to a matchmaker Very important. I talk about we have the, you know, this Jewish concept love your neighbor as yourself, right? You got to first love yourself. And part of loving yourself is taking very good care of yourself. And taking good care of yourself involves your mental health. And so at the root of it, we have to be in a good place, not a good place, I'll call it a healthy place, to meet another healthy partner on the road and then grow together. If we are coming from a situation and things are just all out of control, I would say, you know, take a mental health day or week or month or year, take a break, take care of anything that you want or need to deal with and then yes. move on to finding a partner because integrating somebody when I'm not feeling so whole right now is actually a really difficult right. process and it's much easier if I'm in a place where I can receive somebody and I also have enough energy to give and to build my relationship so it's exactly. something mental health is very important
1: oh yeah 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 I- Back to energy, you, you touched on energy, you talked on, you, you know, we speak of vibe, feeling that certain something. You know, I had spoken to a different person in the, in the matchmaking world a while ago on the podcast, and for me, I guess I'm like my dog, and I'll, I'll give that, And I know that sounds really bizarre, either I vibe with you, or I don't vibe with you,
0: and you feel it, and you feel this, yeah. this energy. I want to hear your take on it a little bit some people are more in touch with energy and vibing with people than others. So you're like that. I'm like that. But everybody is not like that. You might think that they are, but they're truly not. Some people need that vibe and that energy to a very high degree. And other people, they just need to connect. They need to have things in common. They need to have aligned values. They need to have common interests. And those things are going to be more of a priority for them because they're less attuned to the vibe. But people like you and me, we can't exist Without the vibe. So you wouldn't last very long in a relationship with somebody that you didn't vibe with. Although, like right. you and me, we could talk to a wall, it wouldn't matter, but like we wouldn't be interested. We wouldn't want to stay there, but we could right. make it. Right, exactly. I mean, okay, my daughter's
1: 25 and, you know, dating apps, it's awful. It's terrible out there. You know, I'm watching The Golden Bachelor, I'm watching all these different things. People want to find their version. I mean, we know there's not a magic, but there's a process. And I think I was watching one of the videos or something about having good values. If that person aligns with your values and stuff, I just want you to talk on that a little bit.
0: Yeah. In terms of values, it's really important to me that there is a high level of alignment. It's never going to be perfect, but. It needs to be high because that's how we live out our lives is based on our values. Everybody puts a very high level of stress on looks. Looks are important. Yes. Yeah. will change. Yes. Looks will fade and looks will wrinkle. But personality and values will get better over time. Those are the things that like a, a good wine with age, they get better, you know? So it's really important yes. that those things align in addition to making sure that it's a look and something that works for you. Because a lot of people, they go based on the outside and they're like, yeah, we'll get to know the inside, like the outside is really good. So it'll be fine. And then later on, they're like, oh, we're actually not aligned and our values aren't aligned. Hmm. What should we do about that? Like, cause they're amazing and I love them. Yeah. They're amazing, but just not amazing for you. Exactly. So exactly. Really. important. Yeah, cool. Did you take any like sociology or psychology classes? I, 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 right, I did. I did in university, I but I didn't major in any of those things. And I probably should have, because it's what I really study modern day. And it's kind of how I live my life and the lens that I look through. But yeah. it's not in my formal education background.
1: Right. Or not strongly. But again, you have your life experiences. And I would believe as your brand has gotten bigger in what, 13 plus years or whatever it is, you got this down. I mean, when you know you pretty much.
0: You pretty much. <laughs> Very left. few
1: people ask me questions that I haven't heard before. Right. Yes. right. Yes. And I mean, share like a crazy experience. Anything like that's just t- totally like got you like, you're like, what? I mean, it doesn't even have to be on Netflix. Although I want to talk about Netflix if there's going to be another series or something like that but something that just was like oh my god I really thought and then something crazy happened and I I had a,
0: yeah I had a couple that I introduced they started talking and they were long distance and I said it's okay you guys will meet you know what hey you want to come to my house you can come meet with me in my place and they're like sure and they were talking a week two weeks and then the plan was that they were going to come to me It was like as if they were already married. They like connected, they clicked. It was amazing. Everything was wonderful. And I'm going this could be really great or this could be a problem. <laughs> like sometimes it's like fireworks and then it's crash and burn and everything sizzles yeah. out. And yes. other times it really, it's it holds true and it's unbelievable. And I'm like, oh, okay. I okay, like Praying, please God, let this be the good way. Let this be the good way. And they show up to my house to meet. We're gonna have Shabbat dinner on a Friday night together. They meet and everything's okay, but something's a little bit off. Talking about a vibe, I'm getting a really weird vibe. By the end of the night, he's not really talking to her anymore. And I said, you know, what's going on? He's like, oh, nothing. I was oh, like, boy. well, something is clearly going on because nothing's coming out of your mouth anymore. Like, you guys are, like, practically ready to get married. You meet in person. What happened? And he's like, no, I mean, nothing. We're like, we're We're fine. Okay. Uh The next day it gets worse and worse and worse. She's like, Alisa, I just don't, I don't understand. I don't know what's going on. I said, I don't know. Let me talk to him. I know what I see. I don't know what's going on either. He was what I would call DOA dead on arrival. He arrived like emotionally flat. He not only flatlined, he like nose dived after the flatline, and he didn't recover or bounce back. And the whole thing Flopped. She went from like, like all we have to do is meet and we'll seal the deal, to you don't talk and what happened. So I said to him, "Look, is it is it looks like you saw a video, you saw photos, you talked for all this time, like you heart and soul, you know who you are. You guys are really on the same page. Like, is it her look? That's okay. Just say it." He was like, "No," and I was like, "Mm, "Okay, what is it?" He's like, "I don't know," and I was like, "Okay, okay, it was dead, DOA, I was like. This is so painful, so, it was like soul crushing. But, Let's but to the point, this is why I don't like long distance couples To be too long distance for too long of a period of time. Long distance, okay. Talk, okay. okay. Meet once, like within three weeks. Meet once. If it's gonna fail, let it fail. If it's gonna be okay, great. You can go back to being long distance, no problem. Right. Meet once. I can confirm that there is this in person vibe and energy, and we are okay. And if not, then I'm concerned because I've dealt with this too many times. Oh my god!
1: No, that's because you know. And my feeling is too like you. You think you know someone. I've been married 28 years
0: i mean you know (laughs) i'm married
1: 21 (laughs) it's a a process it's a process but like you know when you meet someone i was 29 and now i'm 58 it's like you morph you grow you change is that partner morphing growing and change i know when people sign up to you know i want a matchmaker you can't be like well let me know how it goes for the first 10 and check back after five after that (laughs) Right. I mean, because people, and that's what my daughter and I was like, well, you make me crazy because who I meet may not be, I go, there's no, you don't, you don't know, right? You don't know.
0: Right. I mean, you hope. You don't know, but you need to know enough that I like who you are today and we'll grow together. Like there okay. has to be that commitment of, I know what I need to know for today. I could see, I could vision out with you that we're heading in a similar direction yes. and whatever happens along the road, we'll figure it out together. That has love to be. I love that. I love that. A commitment, you know, divorce rates. I just
1: want to talk about, you know, matchmaking. Yes. Yes. I really feel like I was matched through my friend. Like, you know, it's really- (laughs) (laughs) You better send him a gift and say, thank you. a little bit of cash. He's so funny. He's like the funniest person ever. You know, he's a good (laughs) guy. There's just so much stress and there's so much involvement with the whole process. And also too, I want to talk about, let's just say it, sex before, like what's with
0: that, okay? You have an expression that you should not be touching Oh, Shomer Nagia is guarding your touch. And I make a recommendation to all singles of all ages, of all backgrounds, of all levels of uh, observance or non-observance that you should at minimum not touch for the first five dates now people think it's nuts because they sleep with each other on a first second or a third date and i'm telling them don't even lay a hand no hugs no kisses no high fives nothing for the first five dates but okay. what i guarantee and and i use that word very strongly and and like I don't I don't guarantee much, but what I guarantee is that you will have clarity if you like the human being in front of you and if they like you back or not. Because nobody's sticking around till a sixth date to wait for a first kiss if I don't like your personality, if our values aren't aligned. And if we're so busy actually talking to each other, then we're gonna actually know each other instead of hopping in bed together and comparing our sexual compatibility not relevant if I don't like you as a human. Not relevant if you're not going to be my partner. Who cares if we're compatible in that way if I don't even know if I like your values? Why are we jumping to that? You can you can deal with that later, no problem. I'm not telling you to be religious. I'm not telling you to hold yes. off till marriage yes. and, and I'm not yes. unreasonable in my expectations. Yes. But if you want clarity, don't yes. touch them for five days. If they stick around. Uh, men tell me, by the way, women have a hard time with this. They fight me like tooth and nail. Really? But men usually tell oh. me, They're like, if I really like her, I would do the 10 date challenge. And it's like, no problem. If I'm in, I am in. And I'm like, women of the world, catch what's happening here, right? I can get the men to buy into this easier. They're like, but they won't stick around. I'm like, that's because they don't like you. And they were never going to stick around. Newsflash, sorry. They're just going to love you and leave you. It's just, it's not.
1: Oh my God. I tell my son that he's 20. I tell him all the time. He'll be like, oh God, she's talking about me that when someone really cares about you, you know what,
0: be friends, just hang out and really get to know the person. More than friends, you can take them on dates, you can have intimacy, emotional intimacy, but develop that all before you introduce physical intimacy. If you don't like them, you're not even getting to a sixth date, it's irrelevant, go find somebody new. If you do like them after a fifth date, Woo, you both like each other. Now we know it's not hidden. No more games. Do I like you? Don't I like you? I won't call you. I'll wait three days. Out. Oh, my God. Throw all that out the window. The clarity. I know you like me because you stuck around for five days and I didn't even touch you. Woo. Oh, my God. Oh, that's good. And yeah. I must like you too. You like me and I like you. Oh, there must be something here.
1: You're amazing. And also, I just have to comment on the post you're giving and the stories you're giving of the people that are getting married in Israel, the soldiers. Yeah. Oh, my God, Elisa. That is beautiful in the time of just craze and horror and so much destruction that I'm seeing these couples, I'm crying, I'm watching your stories, that it is so in my heart of what you're doing as far as that. And back to you being this messenger, you are a messenger and your trajectory of your life has basically been planned for you in college. Would you have gone from not that religious to religious, to living in Israel, to having five kids, a husband and a dog? <laughs> do you know your life? You
0: All, just... uh, the only thing I knew of that plan, I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up. I knew I wanted to have a husband. I knew I wanted to have children. I actually wanted to have seven. We hit five, poo, poo, poo. poo. And and my kids are like, it's okay, because we have two dogs. And that counts. I'm like, they're not children, they're dogs. But yay, we love them. <laughs> and Living in Israel was a part of that dream, but who I wanted to be and what I wanted to do when I grew up, I had no idea. I wanted to do something meaningful. I wanted to impact the world. And I had no clue how I was going to do it. Zero, zero clue, nothing. Nothing I think the
1: universe, God, religion takes you to where you need to be. Yes, absolutely. And, And you land where you're supposed to land. And then you're like, oh, well, that makes sense because that had to happen. And I want people to understand with any type of a brand and, and you built your brand and you have built your company and it takes time. Nothing is just people see you and you're doing your tours and you're doing this and you re- and you have your two podcasts, which you are a fellow podcaster. I love the name of your podcast. They're amazing. I just if you want to talk on
0: that for one second before we wrap. Yeah. a little bit. Yeah, we have a podcast called Matchmaker, Matchmaker, and Rabbi Yisrael Bernath, who is known as the love rabbi from Montreal, (laughs) we take one question, we banter until we are done with the topic, and it all happens within about 7 to 11 minutes, approximately, every podcast. So it's quick, you get the question answered, and we move on to the next one. We have over 50 podcasts, we're ready to do our next batch of recording, and it's just absolutely fun. Uh, the other one is called The Yentas. And <laughs> two of my incredible matchmaker friends from Philadelphia, Michal and Danielle, are on the podcast. We have like a Jewish word of the day. We talk about that. Then we dig into whatever our topic is of the day. We bring on a live guest or somebody with a pre recorded question and we dig in and we talk about dating, relationships, love, and marriage. Ah, ah, amazing. It's really special. When do you have time to sleep? Do you sleep? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. if we were texting friends, you would know at all weird hours. Last night was from 5.30 a.m. until 11 a.m. But each night is a little bit different. Sometimes if I'm lucky, if I get to bed before midnight, when I fly in and out, when I come back, I know for like the first week, I can't stay up. I mean, somewhere between 8 p.m. and midnight, I'm conked out. And then I go back to my normal midnight to 4 a.m. usually. Right. Of course but you I have work, a family. I work American hours. Yeah, I work American hours. I was going to say, you have kids, you have this, yeah. and you have a cookbook, too. You have a cookbook. Well, no, but my husband and I, <laughs> we've been, you know, flirting with the idea of creating a series called Recipes and Romance, where- ah. Yeah, and where we talk a little bit about love dating relationships and have a whole recipe that we're making while we do it. We made one episode of it. It took, you know, it was like all of our effort just to get this done together. I love that. And since then, I... it's like a dream. So no, I don't have a cookbook, but I do have okay. two books. One is Get Real Get Married, and the okay. other one is Virtual Dating, and both okay. of them are on Amazon. And they, like, like short that. quick pieces of advice. Singles don't want to read a whole long thing. It's like boom boom boom. Like wisdom for everything you need to move forward in your dating relationship life. When did you have time to write the books? <laughs> <laughs> right. You, not, my story is not really a believable one, but it's true. So I was pregnant with my fifth. I had four children and I was writing my book at that time. And I released it two oh. months before I had my fifth child. As you're in delivery, wait, one more sentence. <laughs> And my mom helped. She was watching the kids. Oh my God. I'm like, I need, I got to write. I got to write here. You take the kids. Okay. (laughs) Leave me in the room here. You know, writing everything and putting it together. And I'm working on my third one now. And what are your ages of your kids now? What are your ages? Our youngest, 10, 12, 14 boys. Our daughter is 18 and our oldest is 19. He just joined the IDF in September and is in basic training and, and getting Hebrew support as well. Yes, I'm sure. Okay, one last thing. I know i to wrap this. You're amazing. I could talk to you forever.
1: A heart-to-heart is always this little segment I do at the end of all the podcasts. A heart-to-heart could be something that has enamored you today. It could be something, uh, a conversation. It could be a situation. It could be something with your family, something I know that you put out to the world about having peace, which all of us pray for.
0: Yeah, so for me, everybody has their... In terms of heart-to-heart, like a little bit of a superpower of who we are and what we do in the world, in addition to matchmaking and bringing couples together, I think that blessings is one of my superpowers. And for many years, I've been giving out blessings and just encouraging people to give and receive blessings. Even if somebody says to me, oh, have a good day, my response is... Amen, right? I don't say thank you. I say amen, which like captures the blessing. I agree, you know, I'm in, and I have full faith that God will help that to come true. So I would love to offer a blessing, my heart to your heart, that for the world, may each and every one of us be safe wherever we are. May the entire world come to a place where we can exist, live, eat, breathe, and sleep only goodness, and may that time come this year.
1: That is so beautiful, Lisa. Oh my God, I'm so emotional now. You are incredibly beautiful. Your light is gleaming through the screen on my Zoom screen from Israel. (laughs) You are a beacon of light. Even before I saw you do the selfie, and I saw everyone with their flashlights looking Um, at you, it's a really cool picture. I I do love that that photo. That is ah. incredible you are a light and I'm so glad that you came into my world and illuminated me a little bit on this podcast so thank you so much for being here thank you for just being you and thank you for just talking to me in this time space I know it's late there but it sounds like you go to bed late so I hope that this will give you some solace because go to sleep and I feel like I have a new friend so thank you for that and we will definitely speak soon maybe about my daughter coming to see you
0: She's getting lines.
1: Yeah, with pleasure. With pleasure. With pleasure. Thank you. All right. Well, stay safe. My heart to yours and only peace for everyone in this world, Elisa. Thank you so much. Thank you. Give you a kiss there and a lot of a hug. Have a good night. Bye. Please check out my episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and weekly Instagram Lives, where I am honored with talented, exceptional guests. Can't wait to see you all there.